Welcome back to Crooked Sticks, the community of conversation. I am your host, Gabriel Brown. Y'all, let's get straight into it, all right? But before we get into it, I encourage y'all to get out your journal, your notes app, whatever it is y'all use to write down information when y'all hear something insightful. Um, I hope that the Lord speaks to you during this time. Y'all, without further delay, let's get straight back into the conversation. Now, I know we talked about a lot, even though you're supposed to be talking about these goals. Yeah. But (laughs) that being said, right? Okay. So we got the vision. We understand that we need discipline and direction going forward. Right. Um, And so I got some steps that we can take, just three simple steps that we can take um, to make those new habits. Y'all feel led to speak on one of them and then do so. But the first one that I was going to say is about being intentional and articulate. And um, I wrote this down on the spot. Uh, I do think the Lord was telling me something. I like that. Uh, succinct is, is, you know what I'm saying? If you like that. And so intentional and inter- uh, intentional and articulate. Having a goal that is intentional. So like very, very like targeted, like mm. push button response type result. You know what I'm saying? Like a goal, like for example, an intentional goal is like, or let's say an un- unintentional goal. Like you said, the fitness thing. Right. I want to be fit. Well, I mean, there's, yeah. there's some good intent with that, but like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. There's different types of fit. Why? You Why? can be runners yeah. fit. You can be bodybuilders fit. You can be aesthetic fit. And see, that's my point, right? Yeah. Like um, you have to be intentional and then you have to also articulate what the goal is, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you can't write it down, you can't explain it to someone else and you can't make it very clear. So it's like you read it and you're like, that's the goal. Right. Then it's either too long or it's not articulate enough. That's why I love the manifesto. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, don't be too quick to just come up with a goal, Mm -hmm. right? Like, take time, right? Like, a lot of times, I I can say for myself, I've been so quick to, like, move, Mm -hmm. and right? And so my goal isn't specific, right? It's because I haven't taken time to first understand, is this going to help me to grow, right? Like, is it just something to do, or is it something that will help build me, right? And but. I have to understand what that is by reflecting and taking time to see what it is. Yeah. And so in order to make it specific and intentional and articulate, I mean, you got to open up space and time to, in order to, to, to think about it, right. Mm-hmm. About what do you want to to do this year and what you want to be this year. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I guess kind of yeah. for me, that's what I, I like that. And and when you're building, it's it's a living document. You're not just going to make a goal and then just be like, all right, that's it. It's yeah, a living sure. document. Like yeah. I've had this word. I've been working on this manifesto for three months now. And I'm still like, I wrote four new points today, you know, four new topics, not just points, but topics today. You're meant to continue to grow or not to be stagnant. Right. Exactly. And that's where that reflection is huge. So the question I kind of want to pose is, when is the most crucial time to journal or to voice memo? So whatever tactic you have, whether it's voice memos, whether it's journaling, whatever it might be, when is the most crucial time to actually get those thoughts, those focused thoughts out? Do you want to speak on that? Do I want to, when is the most, well, I can say when I do it and I don't do it as much as I should which is why I've been so I've been a lot more intentional about doing it, especially when I went home for Christmas break. Um, I was able to 
take time to do that. And so I just like made it like I was say I was going to play Xbox with my boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hold up. Let me take some. It's like the end of the day. It's about 10 o'clock at night. But let me just write something down. You know what I'm saying? Let me communicate something because even if I don't necessarily hear what the Lord is going to say to me right now, he can say something later on. And now that I've written it, I've made it plain. Write things down and make them plain. I've made it plain. So now it's in my mind. It's there. And if God speaks to me, not if, when God speaks to me, it will, yeah. I will immediately have something to reference it to. So talking to me about this, I wrote that down. You know what I'm saying? Um, for example, something happened that reminded me of Romans four, which is why I started talking about it. Mm. I don't even know what it was, but that's my case in point. Right. Um, so also when you have an idea, like I take this thing more or less wherever I go, I take this and I have my backpack. My backpack goes with me wherever I go. Yeah. So in the moment that I feel like I need to just get something off my chest or express something to the Lord, I have it there. It's accessible. Sure. I can just like pray in my spirit or pray out loud, but if I have it there, I just feel it's like, a, um, I always joke with my friends and say this. I wish I had God's phone number. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, yo, my boy, listen, you ain't going to believe what happened the other day. You know what I'm saying? Or like text messages. It's just like, yo, God, yo, you up, bro? Like, we, <laughs> we got to talk, my boy. You know, but um, I think what's, what's good with this is it's like a, it's like a text feed. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got the red receipts of God. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, that'd be rough if he just left you on red. Yo, <laughs> he, he said, "You know what I said, bro? <laughs> scroll up, Did scroll I up, bro. I already answered you, bro. Scroll up. You last week, bro. I'm telling you, on the fourth, <laughs> I'm playing. So, um, I think that, and then also another thing that I do is sometimes you have to have a specific time of the day where you just like dedicate to it. Yeah. Next week, I want to try doing this in the morning because I've been doing it at night. So I get home and I'm tired." But everything's happened. And so I think my mind isn't necessarily uh, as sharp. It's, it probably doesn't really know what it wants to focus on as much. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just like the first thing that comes to mind is the first thing that I might articulate. But maybe earlier in the day, there were maybe five things I want to articulate, but I just didn't make time for it. Mm, so sure. I think starting in the early of the day, which is what I'll try next week. Look um, at that new goals in the middle of the podcast. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> right? Starting. Hey, um, he said it keeps adding. It keeps adding. It keeps, it keeps adding. Living document. Um, starting the beginning of the day kind of helps to just. I had a friend say this once. He said, you know how you walk around campus and you might have earbuds in and you just like listen to music. Like sometimes you just got to like take those earbuds out and you just got to like remember a few mm. things. Right. Like you just got to remember like who you are, whose you are. You just got to kind of just like remember the moment that you're walking in and not let it speed up, not let it go too fast. Um, not only that, just like making conscious effort to be uh, aware of God's presence. And it's just like in his creation. And we got like a good campus. And my friend was telling huh. me this, his campus is cold. You know what I'm saying? You know, so his, like, um, it's it's just so interesting to uh to hear him say that. But when I was like listening to that, I was like, dang, like there's there's moments in the day that are naturally gonna pull our attention away. Mm. You know? And it feels normal to us because it's been happening for so long that it's just like, oh, I couldn't really imagine walking from here to there without the earbuds. It just feels normal. Yeah. So I don't really know what I do. It feels normal. It feels normal. But so does like Dang. Pushing up 135 pounds on the bench press for warm ups. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That wasn't me two years ago. 
I'm guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> so we was at the bar. Um, and so <laughs> it's I'm saying like it we can have we can have new normals. You know what I'm saying? And mm. I think that's really what it comes down to. Even that book you talking about atomic habits, it really comes down to new normals. It really comes down to uh it doesn't even have to be daily, it could be weekly, it could be monthly, but just like habitual um advances towards things to help you get to another place further down the road. Right. And so. I, w- I want to hit on two things that you said were really good. Um, two things, mm-hmm. sometimes walking, sometimes driving to work. Sometimes those might be the only free moments you have in the day mm-hmm. and how much, even though it might seem little, even though it might seem small, meaningless, mm-hmm. how intentional might God want to be with you in those moments where you're walking to work, driving to class, yeah. whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ephesians six eighteen says, and praying the spirit in all occasions and all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be mm-hmm. alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's people. Mm-hmm. And so there's exactly that right there, distractions. That's the other thing I want to hit on. That's why I think it's so crucial that once you have a thought, once you have a thought that irks you, if someone makes you upset or if you're enjoyed or if you're confused, whatever it is, mm-hmm. write that out. That's when I think it's the most crucial to journal because that's when it's real. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is the devil wants you to focus on that distraction rather than taking it immediately to Christ. Mm-hmm. Because we could keep that thought going all day. Yeah. And we could keep thinking of all those butterfly effect algorithms so what could happen from this thought when really it's nothing devil wants to freeze you where you're at mm-hmm. because satan focuses on you because he's afraid of you because he's afraid of you finding the potential that you have in christ so if he could keep your mind stagnant if he could keep you from ever writing those goals out writing those words of focus out manifest or whatever it might be mm-hmm. he's you're no threat to him mm-hmm. you know yeah. he focuses on you because you're a threat and once, once you keep giving in to those distractions, he doesn't need to worry about you. Yeah. You're just distracted. Yeah. Did you hit both points? Yeah, that was both. Oh, dang. Okay. That, yeah. was, that was fluid. It Thank was you. fluid. Thank I you. think yeah. we just went right into the Yeah, other. my bad. Yeah. No, nah, don't apologize. Was, no, no, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, though, um, that brings me to my next point about small victories. Do we all want to start? Want me to go ahead and start with this one? Hit it. Yeah, yeah. You got it. All right, that. So I got an example of this, right? Working out, fitness, very big for me. Going back, I don't know. Could you find the verse that says life and death are in the power of the tongue? Oh, that's a gas one. Yeah, we got to find that one. Because I think this is very, um, this, what's the word? Sometimes you just, there's a word that exists that you know what it is, but you don't know what that word is to say it. But this is exactly... That verse. Is it Proverbs 18, 21? The tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. Yes, that's exactly what it is. So I think the first thing in small victories or just even in new year, new vision. The first thing to keep in mind is that everything you say is either a blessing or a curse in your life. Um, Absolutely. And. It, I don't even know really else how to articulate that, but it's just, it, it affects you. It can affect you subconsciously. It can affect you consciously in that moment. Um, you can talk yourself out of the things that God has already given you the desires to do so in the first place, purely because you don't think that you're qualified, but we know that the Lord has a habit of qualifying the unqualified. So I go back to the first point about 
making sure that you're speaking life into yourself. So when we're talking about fitness or really any goal that you have that you think that you're very far from the result, um, small victories, very helpful. Let me give an example with small victories. Um, people often say, I don't know how to start working out. I don't know how to start getting into this. I don't know how to start. Um, I just want to get stronger. I just want to get fit. So they have the intention. They know what they want. We talked earlier about making the goals and intentional and articulate. Now the small victories comes from consistency, right? Or making these atomic habits, no pun intended. Actually, I did intend upon um, <laughs> atomic habits. Um, you want to be consistent, right? So let's say that your goal isn't, your goal is to get fit, but let's erase that. And let's say my goal is to get to the gym once a week or to be active once a week. Okay. So that means that you have a goal now of being active once a week. So you got seven days. You can pick whenever you do it, but seven days to choose when and how you get active. So now you're getting active once a week, every single week. Okay. So getting active once a week now suddenly doesn't feel like enough. So you want to do twice a week mm, yeah. or you want to do every other day. Yeah. And so now you start upping the reps of your activity purely because you think it's not really making a dent. But little do you know, by the time you get to the sixth month, you have made such tremendous progress because instead of from from the past few years, you haven't touched anything active or you've been on and off with your activity. And then all of a sudden you've made a goal to be consistent in one small area. So now you have built up this confidence to be consistent in a lot of different areas of your life, right? Like it's very hard to say, dang, I want to squat 300 pounds. You can't even squat the bar yet. Well, we got to start somewhere. You know what I'm saying? But let's say you out here squatting. Um, I've, I met some guys in summer, you know, um, some of the guys from the gym. Um, uh, I use names on here. Yeah, no. I mean, <clears throat> I don't think it hurts. I don't think it hurts. All right. It well, don't matter. All right. You know, Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So he wasn't squatting that much. I mean, he was squatting that compared to me. He was squatting a lot. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? But the leap he made from like beginning mm. of summer till now, huge. huge difference. And the thing is, is that he's lifting it now and he can't even conceive the fact that he was able to do that. Mm. And I'm just like, well, it kind of makes sense. You have to, you didn't necessarily have a goal of lifting this much. You, your goal of what you wanted to live changed every so many weeks as soon as you broke your last PR, but you just remained consistent. You showed up every single day. You said, today's leg day, so we're going to do legs. And he'd walk up to me or you'd be like, oh, I hate these leg days. You know what I'm saying? He, but <laughs> yep. he's doing it. He's, he's being active with it. And um, these small victories are leading to the results that he want. Squatting 300, 400 plus pounds. I don't know his PR, but every time I walk up to him, he's got like a new PR, you know what I'm saying? And it's like five, 10 pounds difference. And I see him like at least once a week. So if you think about that, that's a lot of progress. You know what I'm saying? Just from some simple words and just habitual action. Um, So that's it for me with small victories is making little leaps across little gaps. And the more confident you get, you make larger leaps across larger gaps. And I think the biggest thing to that as well is just is if you go in with a goal because you want if deep down if the motivation is to impress people like oh i want to be the biggest dude in the gym there's always going to be someone bigger than you're always going to be chasing you're never going to be content so you're never going to reach right you're never going to reach and so if you you got to make goals that one are because you you, you love yourself. You got to be able to love yourself and have grace with yourself. Even if you don't make those goals, okay, what can we do to 
improve in those areas. It's not, like you said, it's not about going in and just, oh, I'm going to go squat this. It's the continual, I'm doing this because I know it's benefiting my life. Right. And I don't need it to benefit anybody else's, mm-hmm. you know, focusing on that. It's not about, oh, I want to go get a beach bod. It's about, you know, how can I take care of my life because I want to have a wife, I want to have kids, I want to have a great life and I want to make sure that I live through all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to have a healthy lifestyle that enables me, who knows if I'll have grandkids, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. What is your reason of living and how will you <clears throat> fulfill how you live? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really about the, um, I, another thing I believe is about the mindset also. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what do we, just for example, right? Like, what do small victories look like? You just use a great example. Um, but another one that I, I heard from a guy who actually has the same book, he brought up a small example. He was like, getting up and making your bed, right? Like, that's a small victory. I mean, it may look very small as if it's useless, mm-hmm. but over time, if you learn how to just make your bed, mm-hmm. man, that's a habit you've built mm-hmm. and something that's good, right? And even just getting out of bed is a victory. You know what I mean? And so um, I believe living with a winning mindset, not saying that we're not going to lose, right? Mm -hmm. But living with that mindset like, hey, I got out of bed. That's a victory, right? Like we we can't look down at ourselves and live with negativity. And I think sometimes we do, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, speaking life or death, we already go win with this picture. I'm too weak. Mm-hmm. So I'm never going to do that. So why, why would you take a step to, you know what I mean? Like your mindset is already telling you, no, mm-hmm. you got to say yes. You know what I mean? No matter how you feel, like no matter what you did the day before, mm-hmm. like what I believe is like, not, it's not about a new year, but a new day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like each day is important. Each day matters. Right. And what you just talked about is habitual actions, right? Mm-hmm. Like small victories. That is a daily thing, mm-hmm. right? Like this book you just brought up exactly what it's speaking about. It's like those tiny changes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen like in, a, in it, it doesn't take a year. Sometimes it just takes that one day. Mm-hmm. Like he just brought up even with five minutes. What is our intentionality within that five minutes? Mm -hmm. That five minute matters, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes one second matters, right? Like within a, then a soccer game or basketball game, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, it can be 10 seconds to go, right? A team down three, right? Each second you go up that court Mm -hmm. matters. Mm -hmm. And even before you take the shot, it can be a second. That second still matters, right? If you don't release it on time, right? Mm -hmm. Like you lose. Mm-hmm. but still remember that second matter. Don't count it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, Hey, when you're looking at trying to reach 300, you know, on a squat or a deadlift, or, um, you want to, to become more healthier, right. In the way you eat, you know what I mean? It's little habits that you change. It's not something big in one moment that you look for, but it like, for me, uh, two words that God really laid on my heart last semester, even still now, like small places, mm-hmm. like don't look down on the insignificant things, right? Mm-hmm. Like things, at least we, we title insignificant, right? Yeah. Like a lot of times God has used the unlikely, mm-hmm. right? So don't look down to the unlikely. You know what I mean? Sometimes again, getting out of your, you know, getting out of bed and making your bed. Don't, 
don't look at that as insignificant. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's important. You know what I mean? It's teach you how to take care of your stuff, responsibility, right? It's growing you as right. as a leader, an adult. You know what I mean? It's teach you a lot more things you than you would expect. You know what I mean? Like even, you know, when I was um coaching upward basketball back in high school and stuff, mm-hmm. I was able to coach second and third, fourth, fifth, and then middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, but going to the second and third team, I think that was like my second year coaching, whatever. Like I'm, I think I'm like a junior in high school, right? Like I've gone through, you know, basketball, JV, varsity, right? But you would never think a little kid could teach you something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And really, like for us to count them out, man, that's ridiculous. They taught me a lot about life. Mm-hmm. Like when I literally look at all those children, and exactly, I remember one player um, in particular, his parents were going through a hard time, right? His parents were split. But every time I saw that little kid, he came with a smile on his face, right? And I knew he knew what happened, what was happening, right? He didn't see his mom and dad together daily. You know what I mean? He was either with his mom all the time or with his dad. They neither showed up to practice at the same time. One was either taking him to practice or the other was, right? But when he came every day with just positivity, right? I was like, how can you stay that excited, that positive, just with so much energy, just ready to go? Mm-hmm. And you're dealing with this at home. And I'm like, man, I would never think someone who's, how old are you in like the second grade? Like seven, eight, seven, seven, eight, seven, eight. Yeah. Like you would never think a seven-year-old can teach a 17-year-old. You know what I mean? But. He did. You know what I mean? So don't count out the unlikely or don't title something insignificant when it can easily be something that God is trying to teach you and use to help build you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. And I, I think one thing that kept coming to mind uh, when I've got a verse here, but also it's so easy to look at great feats of architecture, whether ancient I Rome. I thought you going to say something else. My bad, bro. Hey, you good. Oh, <laughs> feet. Like, where great is feet. you going with this, my boy? Nah, not, not, not <laughs> feet. F-E-A-T. Hey, look at them toenails. Great accomplishments of architecture. And it's so easy to be like, wow, look how beautiful that is. But it's so easy to dismiss the foundation. And that's the one thing that keeps that beauty built together. And what I think... I think the biggest takeaway that our foundation needs to be in one, yes, is Christ, but how do we approach it? Mm-hmm. And so good old Philippians four, starting through four, um, rejoice in the Lord. Always. I will mm-hmm. say it again. Rejoice. Let your greatness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God mm-hmm. and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. I think so many times, because that's the thing, like I was saying earlier, Satan focuses on you because he's afraid of you. So he's going to throw something in your way to distract you. Mm -hmm. If we give authority to that distraction, that's going to consume us. But when that comes our way, it says twice, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. That just shows how 
detrimental it is to our faith that we need to approach every situation with praise Mm -hmm. with God. And even though we might not be feeling it, it's recognizing just like David in the Psalms, no matter what he faced, he said, put my hope in God. What was it? Psalm 42. Yeah. um, That's your verse. Go for it. And Psalm 42. I I can talk about that all day. But anyways, the verse he's speaking of is, I think, verse 11, where it says, um, why are you cast down on my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. And just one quick thing, right? You said remember earlier. Remember what? Exactly. Huh? You you said you used the word remember. <laughs> you were know. like, we gotta we gotta remember. You know what I mean? I don't know exactly what you said earlier, but going back I to hope I remember because I don't. He used the word remember earlier. And I think that's important to to how we continue, right? Mm-hmm. Like when we don't have anything to look forward at that is good, you know what I mean? Like what else can we look at? Mm-hmm. We can remember, you know what I mean? Like we can't remember the good times. And like, even in this song, what is happening is that they're in a place where, um, I mean, obviously he says, why are you cast down on my soul? Right. And why are you in turmoil within me? He's not in a good place, right? Like circumstantially, he's not in a good place, mm-hmm. even internally, right? What he's feeling, he's not in a good place, but in order for him to have that hope again and to praise God again, mm-hmm. he's remembered the times, right? Where God was with them. Mm-hmm. And then what is happening is that, well, God was with me then, as you said, God is with me now, mm-hmm. right? Like he's not gone. Mm-hmm. And so therefore that hope that I had then I can still have now mm-hmm. and continuing on each day, mm-hmm. right? I mean, going on to these goals, I think another thing that really happens is that success doesn't come easy, right? Like I talked about the narrow road, right? Like this road that we walk is hard. It's tough. Life is not easy, Mm -hmm. right? However, despite what stage of difficulty each day looks like towards that goal or living in that vision, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have to at least press on and choose. I wrote a poem um, at least three summers ago called the morning. Right. And basically what is what I'm talking about in that poem is that there's a battle once we wake up. Mm-hmm. Right. And whatever we choose in that battle, right. We can allow the enemy to have the victory where it's distracting us. Right. Or we wake up with all these other thoughts that aren't growing us or building us up. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we allow that, that death out of our tongues to be what we walk in that day. Yeah we lose, we lose that battle, right? We got to recognize that battle, but we can choose victory. We can choose, Hey, you know, yesterday wasn't good. And I'm a little sick, you know, I got a cold or, you know, my back is hurting. Um, you know, hey, yo, hey, yo. Shots fired, bro. shout out, no, no, shout out crazy. chronic back pain, baby. Yes, sir. Um, bro. Let's hear from but, my chronic back painters in the chat, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Send in um, a back emoji. I'm dead. Do they bro. have that? I don't, I don't think, think they so. do. Yeah. yeah they, um, shout out Apple. Yeah. We need a back pain emoji. Samsung. Samsung. Let's See, I don't know why you said that. Let's not forget. You said that and you just like... It's crazy how like a few words or even one word could just like diminish one's credibility. <laughs> Shut up, bro. I was Samsung my whole life. I was Samsung I was, too. And I understand. Honestly, 
All of y'all were just so like so much me. better. Just like you, so much better. I'm just standing. I'm a new down. creation. <laughs> get out. You sure? I know you the host, but get out. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Nah. Um, one thing I like about Samsung is how like you could take off the back and you had this like the battery so fast. But yes, because I know, like because right? like my phone sometimes was like it would just it would like glitch Dude, out. You could do but so if much. Your, more if your iPhone Samsung. glitch out, you gotta call Apple. If my Samsung glitched out back in like high school, I just take off yourself. the back. Yeah. yeah, just take out the battery, put it back put in. Put it back in. Like a Game Boy cartridge, bro. Call of YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Gone. Done. <laughs> hey, that ain't. <laughs> Apple's gonna like, be like, that this look like you just blew on yeah. something. Huh? That's what it looked like. Hey, yo, that's what it looked like. You know what I'm saying? Let's calm down, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Anyways. Apple gonna charge you like 250 for a phone call. See, I don't know what that <laughs> life is like because uh, Apple Care. Mm. I don't have Apple Care because it's like I an d- extra few hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I don't think I do either. Yeah. Who cares about Apple? I don't. As you were saying, this switched so fast. <laughs> it did. <laughs> switch so fast. We're going to run it back. We're going to run it back. Listen, um, I can get us back on topic. I got this list here. There we go. And another thing, too, TJ was talking about what? D- daily. I don't know, but it related to what I'm about to say. Ephesians 6. <laughs> Armor of oh, God. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the battle. The battle. Okay, okay yeah, yeah. So the battle. Yeah, so. The morning. Yeah, the morning. Yeah, the morning. There we go. We're back at it. All so right. Ephesians 6, starting in verse 10. The armor of God. Um, Finally be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you may stand against the devil's schemes. The biggest thing is God doesn't call us to fight against the devil. If we start fighting, we're doing it on our own strength. He tells us to put on the armor, which is his word, like everything within his word, within your heart is that heart posture and stand against the devil. Remember, Jesus, he stood against Satan and he said, away from me, you know, I put my hope in God, just like David was saying, why my soul and you, TJ, even told me about this when it was so heavy on your heart with Psalm 42, 11. He wasn't questioning himself, you know, why are you so disturbed within me? But he's challenging his spirit. How dare you be disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him. Yeah. Mm. That's a bar. Mm. He just said, like in the psalm, he says that, same thing twice. Why are you cast down on my soul? Why are you turning with him? He says it twice, right? Right. And actually, I think he says it. Yeah, in he Psalm 42, he says it twice. And he says it again in Psalm 43. 43. But the way God opened my eyes to it, because I didn't see it like that at first. Uh, then something that I had, I was looking through in high school. But the first time, it's like, why are you cast down on my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Sad boy hours. They're, they're now... F- my bad, my bad. Keep they're now in these feelings, right? Like notice how you can you can see it. Like they're in their feelings now, right? Yeah. But then the second time, why are you cast down on my soul? Mm-hmm. And like, why are you in turmoil within me? Right? Mm-hmm. He's like, no. Like, why am I feeling this way? You know what I mean? And a lot of times, these distractions aren't so. How can I say? They're, they're subtle, right? Like, and it's so it's easy to get sucked in and not even recognize, right? Yeah. And so even a small thought, if we don't challenge that at that right moment or do something immediate or, you know, go to our journal, right? And reflect, yeah. you know what I mean? If we yeah. don't do that immediately, 
then that stuff will grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? One thought can lead to two thoughts and two thoughts can lead to a three. simple glare from someone and you might spend all that day thinking about, oh, why, why are they glaring at me? You know, do they hate me? Is it what I'm, did I look exactly. wrong? Like, so then you become insecure. So devil's like, ha, got him where I want him, you know? Exactly. Because you're so distracted from a simple glance mm-hmm. because you're fixing your eyes on the things around you rather than fixing your eyes on God. And that, Brings me to our last point. I bet. Wow. Keep God in the center. Oh, what a transition. That's, Come that's really on. The, uh, I didn't really know. The, there were like two other times to transition it. I don't know why I didn't. But here we are. Keep God in the center. Um, I mean, y'all can obviously talk on this one because we just finished talking about it. But it really comes down to the why we do things in life. I think I got plenty of examples about that. But here's an example like just like working out you know what i'm saying it's um if you go in the gym there's mirrors everywhere and you go in the bathroom there's a mirror obviously it's a bathroom but i'm just saying my point you go in the gym there's mirrors everywhere there's every single time you turn you glance and you do something you could have an opportunity to fix your gaze on yourself now that's not necessarily a problem because it's good to look at yourself for you to the workouts, make sure you're doing it correctly, having good form, because you don't know what you look like until you look right. at yourself doing it. Then you know what you right. look like. Right. But what's the motive? Are you looking? Exactly. And I mean, there's, how do I say this? You know, in Matthew, when it talks about like, if, you're, if your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. Yeah. And, you know, if your right arm causes you to sin. Do not um, do this at home. Right. Don't do that. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that. Listen, he was being metaphorical, but literal at the same time. I'm looking at y'all. So that being said, the point was, the point was, is that I feel like no matter how much word you consume and how much prayer time you have, just by uh, having your eyes fixed on the wrong thing can kind of diminish oh, yeah. all those things. And so even if you go to the gym, it's like sometimes I have to like remember, I was doing it today. You have to remember to not fix your eyes on yourself as in to like make yourself the idol of your own creations, the idol of your own work. Um, because what happens is, is that one we were not meant to be praised. We were not meant to be worshiped. So when you worship ourselves, we don't really know how to do that and how to take it and to make it. Oh, like, like God can take that worship and do something with it. We can't. Right. The second thing is, mm. is that if you, wow. if you, what happens is, is that like, yes, your ambition can be good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can have a strong motivation, strong ambition, strong discipline, strong goals. You can have all of these boxes. You know what I'm saying? You can have intentional articulate goals. You can have small victories. You can have discipline and direction and you can, you can be a top boss. You can go get it done and you can make this happen. You can have, right. have this happen with God or without God. But the difference is, is that without God, without keeping him at the center of these things, it's meaningless. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Not only is it meaningless, but you're, you will only take yourself so far. Like there is a max that you will reach and you'll be like, I don't really want anything else. And you're going to sit there and be like, like, what's the point of all this? You know what I'm saying? 
And some people reach that Ooh, max sooner Ecclesiastes. than Ecclesiastes. Read all of that. King Solomon. He had it. Everything 700 wives. <laughs> yeah. I'm most definitely going to cut that part out. <laughs> Almost definitely. I heard. I, Listen, he has 700 wives. I heard a real pastor. He's going to say, hey, oh, yo, and we're going to keep it at that. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he did have 700 wives. Listen, in the midst of having all of those things. Hold on a second. We got that's a, I was just about to make a point you, with bro. that too. I was about to make no point. I literally heard this. Point. I heard this from a sermon yesterday and it made a phenomenal point. But now I shall keep that point to myself. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, as I was saying with the gym, you can, you can easily pull the way from, from God's center and yeah. you can be pulled into the things of this world. And not even just like the things of this world, but I mean, just you can just be pulled into things that are going to keep you from being able to fully experience yeah. the joy of the Lord, just fully experience the things that you do on a day to day basis. Because now in the back of your mind, you're thinking about always achieving this thing. And it's like you're achieving it for the wrong reasons. You're right. going to have a very short fuse. It's not enough. It's not enough gasoline in the car to get you that far. Right. Think about um, Tom Brady. I remember that one about Tom Brady. That 60 minutes. Yeah. Okay. So literally on that uh, interview he did, right? I think he had won six already at that point or either five. Uh, yeah. So he he won a certain amount of yeah. championships already at that point. Mm -hmm. Big house. Has a wife, right? And, like all the money and. you can think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we continue. Is this the certain character that you want to use for this uh, analogy? Or is, yeah, this is a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is a good one. All right, all right. I just wanted you to know. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. So literally, he has everything you can think of, right? Mm -hmm. when, it when it comes down to saying someone is successful mm -hmm. from, from the world's point of view, right? That's success. Mm -hmm. But he still said he's missing something. He broke down crying. He broke down crying and said, mm -hmm. I'm still there's still something I'm missing. Like this isn't, this isn't fulfilling. Mm -hmm. Like all that, it meant something, but it still wasn't meaningful. Mm. Like is, is what you're saying. If God isn't at the center of it, you'll just be just like Tom Brady. I had a million dollars, right? Yeah. I had a big house. It meant I had something, a, but it still wasn't. Meaningful. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you like that, <laughs> but like that was just such an articulate bar that I had to just say it one more time for the one time. It's all good. Go all ahead and get the floor again, bro. But no, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, yeah. it is, you have no purpose without God. Yeah. Like if, if no sugarcoating that, mm -hmm. like a lot of people who have had success, right. Figure out like, man, that was not fulfilling still. Mm -hmm. Cause you can't take any of that with you. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, yeah, it'll be something you can have your name on a plaque, mm -hmm. but then when you go to your grave, are you carrying that plaque with you? Mm -hmm. Right. But what was your purpose in this life? And can you still carry that once you die? Like your reputation, like just again, just going down to what you just brought up is like, is God the center? Like, and he's the only one, honestly, that can give you meaning. Mm -hmm. I notice even as a Christian, the times that God isn't the center of my life. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know I have, I know I'm in a relationship with God. Right. Mm -hmm. I know he's the center of my life, but Days where my mind is off of him, mm -hmm. I notice is a big difference. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just, my mind is cloudy, mm -hmm. right? Like, I become more frustrated, impatient, right? Like, I'm down bad, as a lot of people like to use sometimes, 
right? And I just recognize like, man, I didn't spend no time with God. Even when I approached this thing, mm-hmm. my motive wasn't right. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in the center of that, right? Mm-hmm. And even, you know, going down to even serving in church, that can become just a job, mm-hmm. right? Like, and after a while you wonder, why am I like not passionate about this thing anymore? Mm-hmm. Or why is this getting so old so quickly, mm-hmm. right? Like we can have this goal and never reach it because if God is in the center of it, like it just automatically becomes useless to us, mm-hmm. right? Like if our goal doesn't have any meaning and every day that we take to get to that goal, if we don't live in that meaning, right? If we don't live in God, you know what I mean? And live by the spirit, walk by the spirit, right? Then all that, what we do becomes useless. You know what I mean? And we just waste time. And I have to say that for myself, I wasted a lot of time, man. Like I, 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 the reason why I have the word focus is because he knows and I brought it up a lot of times is that I noticed many, at least I met my junior year, senior year, when I know I should have pursued things God had for me mm-hmm. and I should have sat down and disciplined myself and I should have took these steps that we've been talking about. Um, I didn't You know what I mean? It's because my mind was on other things. It was just about hanging out with friends. Right. And it's cool. It's cool. I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all, but it was only about that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I lost sight of my purpose first, which is to live for Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. To go out, share the gospel. I lost sight of him. Mm-hmm. Right. And so therefore, once I lost sight of him, I stopped walking mm-hmm. with him. You know what I mean? Not because he left me. Mm-hmm. It's because I chose to stop myself. Right. The pro- prodigal child. Mm-hmm. He left his father. Mm-hmm. The father didn't forget him. You know what I mean? And so I noticed a lot of time that I wasted. And I, I mean, obviously, sometimes what if comes back. Mm-hmm. But I have to recognize I can't live with that. What if? But now I have to say, God, I'm not going to take my eyes off of you. Right. Like mm-hmm. each day I have to live with intent. Like I have to articulate, God, I want to live for you. Mm-hmm. This is what you've laid on my heart. So I'm going to pursue this mm-hmm. with intent. You're the one that gives us meaning. I, again, it can be another thing, just lifting weights. If it's just to look good, that won't last long. Yeah. Think about when I hit 40 mm-hmm. or 50. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not going to be looking good. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it gets old, right? Yeah. But what gives us meaning in this life? And it's God and God alone. And I just have to stand on that. And I recognize this was changed. My entire, my, my, my mindset, my heart posture mm-hmm. is different. It's because now I see who it is and my, I see my why. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to not have a why in this life. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people yeah. live in that way. Right. That was good. Like they don't know their why. And it's right. So and so easy. So easy. You know yeah. what I mean? So. And, it, and it's huge to pay attention to Like, it's great to write down those goals. Great to write down that focus. But then it's every single day, both Satan and the Lord are going to nudge you in small directions. And those are the small places, bringing it back to that. Mm-hmm. It's those small places. And we're using the gym a lot. So I'll use the gym. I used to just go work out all the time. Love cutoffs. You know, I'd show as much as possible. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. Cut that, th- that cut off <laughs> like, all the way down. Let me to see the, like, what thread. I've been working on for the exactly. past 45 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing is I'd spend so much time looking at that. So much time looking at myself. Mm-hmm. I'd have more girls come up to me, talk to me. Cool. But the thing is, is 
it was all in vain. I still live empty. I still, I would wake up, go to the gym and I'd be like, shoot, what cutoff? And I'd probably spend like 10, 15 minutes putting on cutoffs because I'm like, yo, I'm hit. This don't matter. I only got like exactly. one. But like what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is the focus no longer became about the workout. It's, oh, how good am I going to look? When I get over What's there. my intention? Yeah. I'm at a place. Yeah. And, and when I fully realized that, and also like, I want my heart to be focused on God. Ultimately, like then, and I'm talking even just three months ago, three, four months ago, my focus was, okay, I just want to get this one girl's attention. Next week it's, oh, I want to get her attention now, whatever it is, you know, and I'm just going to look good, right? You could do that. That's great. But the focus becomes so far away from God. The focus becomes so far away from your goal. It's, it's just leading you away from that distraction. So you're never going to meet that goal. Now I recognize that one, I'm at a place now where shoot, I don't care anymore. I want to be so focused on God because I know God's got a girl for me. That's only focused on him. I don't even want her focused on me. Mm. I don't even care about that because I want to be so focused on the Lord that only the Lord can match us together. Not my looks mm. because it's sick and tired of people looking at other people for outward appearances mm -hmm. because God, you God looks, God looks upon the heart, you, you said know, at the beginning of the problem, you know, God looks about, yep. God it's looks Samuel, upon the heart. It, and it's even at the point yesterday I was doing, I was in my living room yeah. doing uh, just a little soccer workout, whatnot. And I took my shirt off cause I was in my living room, but I had my door open. <laughs> oh, like, no. oh, 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 <laughs> Hold up. Okay, okay, okay. okay no, no, okay, no, 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 no. I, so, I, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was working out David. and and I, well, my windows, like the shut, like the shutters were gone. But the thing is, I realized in that moment, it was only out for five seconds, chill. Because in that five seconds, I had a moment where it's like, yeah, I can either look good because I've got girls who live beside me on both sides. Uh, but in that, in that moment, in that moment, I was like, you know what? That's not worth it. I'm not looking for any attention. I don't want their attention. It was hot in my room. I really want to take my shirt off, mm -hmm. but it's not worth it if my yeah. focus on, is on whose attention can I get mm -hmm. because we're taking our focus off of God and on ourselves, And that's exactly what Satan wants. But also the fact of, you know what, God, I could trust you despite whoever lives beside me, despite whoever I meet. God, you've got the one for me that's going to give all the glory to you. That's going to continue to push me and challenge me towards you, not even herself. You know, and that's, that's what I want. And it's the small places, the small decisions you choose. And notice who had to make that decision. It was David, right? Like nobody else can know your motives except you. Yeah. And obviously God, right. but only you can truly know your true motives. And therefore don't look for anybody else to automatically be like, Hey, I see you're doing this for this reason. Mm-hmm. They could be totally wrong. Yeah. Don't right? talk about it. Yeah. 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 I but, might pull up to the gym now looking like Adam Sandler, like just baggy everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, hey, I've the stopped. Oversized, I didn't even the realize until the, is the look. I love it. Keeps I, you it's humble. so, it's so great. I like not until this conversation, I didn't even realize that I can't remember the last time I looked at myself in the mirror at the gym. I just don't, mm -hmm. I don't care, mm -hmm. which is great. I'm just focused on, all right, what's next? What's the next set? Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Until, yeah, that me up. Yeah. No, I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was in the gym today. I was on pull ups. It's a little recovery day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Pull ups felt good. I don't think y'all understand this, but pull ups are like 
I don't know what it is, but they just do what the weights do like three times faster. And so I was, yeah. I was doing, <laughs> listen, oh, you do man. like the, the, um, the yeah. inside grip pull-ups, shoot, uh, look at overhand chin, grip pull-ups, yeah. wide grip pull-ups. If you're looking for aesthetics, shoot martial arts, like that's all body martial weight. Martial arts, like, calisthenics, bro. Let me talk to you, bro. Anyway, I'm working on my forearms and I'm looking in the mirror in the gym like, oh, snap. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's making a dent. It's making some progress. Now, that might seem like a real innocent thought. Mm. I've read this somewhere in Romans and I need to find it because we're going to talk about this the next time we come on here. And we kind of already touched on it with an earlier podcast called The Object of Faith with Jim and Karen Smith. If um, you guys haven't listened to those uh, podcasts yet, there are two episodes, two part one and part two episodes of Object of Faith with Jim and Karen Smith, lovely couple from uh, High Point, some really great mentors. We talked about why the object of one's faith is so important. And I remember reading in Romans that Jesus is the thing that makes us aware of our sin. That makes sense, right? Like it makes us evident of the sin we have. And so, or not even just like evident of our sin, Jesus makes us like, more like aware and and conscious about things that we would just overlook in a day-to-day basis. Right. Like if you go to day-to-day basis and you're like, Oh, you know, let's go to the gym, look at yourself in the mirror or yeah. just like maybe like scrolling too much on your phone. All those things seem normal. So you don't really pay attention to it. But the moment you start trying to involve Christ in your life, the moment you start actually taking time to think about the things you do and it's nothing that you do on your own. Like, I think I really have to make this clear because there's like a there's like a a, a thought um, about Christianity that you somehow have to change, you know what I'm saying? Right. But mm. you don't change on your own will. If that let me rephrase that, you do change because we do have free will. But you change based off of the presence of God, right? Like darkness cannot stay in the room if there is light. Right? This yep. room is lit up. So in the same way, when you make the decision to choose to have Jesus, to have the Lord be the center of your life, you will naturally see things differently. Yeah. It's not really a matter of, I feel like I got to give these things up. It's just like, I don't really like what this yeah. is over here. It just make it just rubs you the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not like, um, in Corinthians, it's like the time has come for me to put away childish things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you can see something and maybe five years ago, you was like, Oh, I see nothing wrong with this. I always want to do this. When I was like 15, I'm like, man, I know one thing I want in this world. If I could just like play video games, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd be great, bro. Yeah. Nah. nah. I've been thinking about selling my Xbox, but I realized I can't get that much money for it. So I don't know about that now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll take it. I know you will. So that being said, I'm like, <laughs> I got no TV, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I ain't going play it at my like, place. <laughs> I got the TV. You could buy the Xbox. Now I'm playing. Nah, I ain't yeah. Let me know. I will get an exponential ROI on that Xbox. I mean, if you into like a phone game, play Sudoku. Sudoku? No. All right. Sudoku. Yeah. Yeah, the second one. Sudoku. That's what you said the first time. Sudoku. I was like, what anime? <laughs> <laughs> Goku. Sudoku. Uh, nah, that's, that's literally what it is, man. It, yeah. You start to see things differently naturally because you, um, you just, you're just making that choice. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And um, even when you just make simple little decisions mm-hmm. of like how you speak to yourself and how you speak to others, life and death and the power of the tongue. When you make, 
small little details, you, you make an effort to make those changes in your life, you're naturally just going to see things differently and you're going to see those things work. You're going to see God work. And so I encourage you this week, this month, this year um, to take some time to, to see how God works in your life. You know what I'm saying? Whether or not you're already seeing God work in your life and you want to see him work more, or you haven't seen God work at all in your life, or you don't really think God's going to work in your life and you want to see him do that, or you're curious about seeing him do that, I encourage you guys to just get a notebook and to just make it plain. You know what I'm saying? Make it really plain. Just be like, writing something simple, just like, God, if you are there, or if you are wanting to be a part of my life, can you please show me what that looks like? Because I guarantee you, asking and then knowing is going to be real hard for you to want to go back to the old way of things. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be, it's, it's going to be difficult because it's just not really going to appeal to you anymore. Um, we were te- talking about this earlier. I think it was specifically on the lines of relationships, but it was like to have, um, to have an appetite for Christ means to have a changing appetite for the things yeah. around you. Changes are uncomfortable, so, but when you choose it, but here's what's also dangerous yeah. too. Is like Freedom. when you're with somebody who doesn't also mm. see eye to eye with that change, your appetite will out eat them. Is that a mm? question mark? But yes, <laughs> I'm gonna rephrase that. Your appetite will change, and and theirs might change, but it won't change with you. Oh, okay. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so compromising, sense. compromising, exactly. Compromising. And so uncompromising. The next episode we're gonna be talking about is a lot of this episode we talked about the habits and what this new year, new vision should look like in the next episode, talking more about faith and talking more about why uh, faith that works is dead, but why you still need faith. And we looked at that a little bit in Romans, uh, in Romans four, but we're going to touch on that more coming soon. And so if you guys have anything y'all would like to leave us with. Nah, homie. We just preach. Yeah. We enjoyed. I enjoyed this. Was this was fun, man. Yeah, this just, was enlightening for yeah. me, man. Yeah. Seriously, it was enlightening for me man, too. Educating, educational, man. That's what we're about, man. Yeah. About encouraging one another, man. And nobody knows all. You know what I mean. Yeah. And that's why we're all here having these things. And uh, I enjoyed this. Yeah, me yeah. too. And I'd, I'd say the only thing to leave with is just recognize you don't have to be anything except be in God's presence. Just to be present and say, God, will you show me who you are in this moment? And he'll do that. And just repeating what uh, Gabe three points was intentional, articulate. Discipline. Discipline. Small victories. Small Small victories. Intentional and intentional and And articulate. articulate. Small Small victories. victories Keep God God in the center. That's all. That's really what it comes down to. Those are the steps that I'm going to take and I hope you all take. And even you guys listening uh, will take into this year y'all keep that focus man keep that focus them, them days one by quick a month the days will turn into weeks turn into months will turn into a full year before you know it a decade a few more years half your life is gone so time is precious time is fleeting so let's let's learn let's, to count our days let's let's get yeah let's get into it man let's get into it uh, again, thank y'all for listening. This is Crooked Sticks Community Conversation. Crooked Sticks, STX. Uh, if y'all listening now, I encourage y'all to one, leave a rating on the Spotify app or Apple or Amazon Echo or whatever y'all listening to. Also, go check out our Instagram page. That's Crooked 
SDX, crookedsdxsticks.com. Uh, not .com. We ain't got a .com yet. But that's coming. It's coming. That's coming. Yeah. Let me tell you, we got some big things planned for Crooked Sticks coming growth. in. The, bro, I'm just saying, I, you know, I ain't going to say no more. I ain't going to say no more. It's, it's just a lot of things are coming, and we're excited about it. So that being said, follow the Instagram. Check out the TikTok. Check out the Twitter. Check out what we got going on. Um, and if y'all listen to this episode and y'all want to hear us talk about something more in depth or you have something that you want to challenge us on or just you just want to um, have something serious that's on your heart that you want to share, again, Cook Six family is here. So, you know, let us in. Here we go. All right. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs> peace. I'm dead, y'all. Y'all, peace out.